to our podcast. My name is Amelia. My name is Sherrick, and this is Amelia. And Sherrick, what are you doing? The podcast that has four exercises that'll turn your vagina into a dick guillotine. What? Hey, I wasn't going to do that one last week, but now, now I had to do it because of, you made me do it. What? What? <laughs> to be fair, I, I misquoted it. It's actually four exercises that'll make your vagina so tight it becomes a dick guillotine. But I said guillotine, but it doesn't matter. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That makes me think of I. So I'm on I'm on the dating apps. It, it's a thing. Um, and one of the pictures I have on there is me wearing a sweatshirt that says radical feminist. And uh, mm-hmm. I recently got a message from somebody who said, radical feminist, are you anti-man? I am now like anti I am anti you specifically. Yeah. Charles, <laughs> you fucking goober. Like get the fuck out of here. Oh man. I just blocked him. I was like, fuck this. I'm not no i'm no bye no it's really not worth the attention so no yeah so that's how well that's going (laughs) but speaking of how things are going how has it been i've been doing pretty all right uh by the way Anyone who else that is that is named Charles listening to our podcast that it, it probably you probably don't say shit like that. I hope so. Mm-hmm. You, you're the the cool only just the, that person, the one and only Charles I know is actually very, very on board with the idea of radical feminism. So mm-hmm. shout out to you if you are listening, my good yeah. friend Charles. Shout <sighs> out to you for me. Um, I'm doing all right. Um, if you're listening to this podcast anywhere close to its initial release date. I will probably be um, doing this show and I will be closing it very, very shortly. So mm-hmm. it will not be running for much longer. So that that is a thing. And I'm I'm nervous and excited about it, I guess. So, okay. you know, yeah. that's a thing. But other than that, uh, not not too much different going on in the. Uh, land of the sparrow so yeah how about you yeah um things been going pretty well i'm tired of this wintry coldness but you know whatever i've just been kind of hanging around just looking for work and Mm -hmm. my parents have been in town so i've been seeing them every other day getting a lot of free meals out of it um (laughs) Yeah, otherwise nothing too exciting going on, I would say. So, so yeah, that's that's me for now. But yeah, I guess that that brings us to our no longer new segment. People on the internet may make you afraid or make you want to blow them up with a grenade. Instead, let's make lemons into lemonade. So yeah, this is the part of the podcast where I send something to share to view and and yeah, react to and something that maybe takes a takes a bad situation and makes it a little bit better. So without further ado, here I go. Hold on. 
Took me a second. That laugh from his dad. So good. So good. Those parents tried scolding me. I guess they forgot my brother is studying law and his brother just comes in and is like, what's going on here? What are you? Uh, sorry. Don't say another word to them. What are you doing talking to my client without me here? We're done here. Get up. Let's go. And the dad just, just starts laughing. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's good. That's good. That's a good bit. I like yep. that. Yep. So uh, top one of the top comments is just, at least dad thought it was funny. The mom just like backing up with the, the suitcase or the bag getting slammed on the table. Yes. Like, yes. Damn. Yeah. I don't think mom was particularly happy as mom was the one uh, in the middle of scolding said son. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh <laughs> But I found it hilarious. It's a, yeah, it's a good, it's a good family bit. I like it. Yeah, she might not be a big fan right now, but you know that she's not my mom, so I'll be <laughs> mad. I guess. Oh, she's like, I'm your mother now, bitch. <laughs> Eat these greens. Oh, Clean up this boy. table. That's what you get when you send your one your son to law school. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, honestly, like if you if you are excited for your your son to be a lawyer, you're you're asking for situations in which he's going to use that directly against you. Yep. Like, I don't mean to be rude about that, but like, you know, yep. if you yep. are if you like, please, by all means, be hype about your kids going to law school and become lawyers or or, mm-hmm. them in, or putting them on like forensics. And by forensics, I mean, like debate and not like CSI forensics. I definitely. <laughs> I definitely had issues with that in high school because we had two forensics teams. And one of the and, and guess which one I thought I was initially excited about, but actually wasn't. Uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna answer that question. Just know that I was confused and, and it 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 made me a little sad. But the point being is like if you if you set that up, you gotta know that they're you're gonna be like mad at them or having a discussion, and then they're gonna fucking break out statute like four six dash b nine on your ass and you're gonna have to sit there with the boo-boo face and yep. they go lawyered and then walk away lawyered <laughs> oh boy so good so uh, speaking good. of boo-boo faces uh what are we talking about today amelia <laughs> so today we are talking about another boy meets world episode Mm-hmm. Um, this this time we are talking about season two, episode twenty one, the Thrilla mm-hmm. in Phila, that being Philadelphia, where the show is set. Mm-hmm. So just we'll just go through a little synopsis of it and then discuss it a little bit. Um, I would say that I, you know, in the past have picked episodes for this that maybe have some more um, societal resident resonance or something this one was a little more just fun I would say than than about a heavy topic as we've done before mm-hmm. um, but yeah so in this in this episode we come to Corey and his friend Sean in the high school hallway and they are talking just about what kind of impact they've made at the school because Topanga comes and asks them uh, some questions for the yearbook about their greatest accomplishment for the year and and stuff and they're like we really haven't done anything we should change that and this will be a theme throughout the show I would say is is Corey 
feeling inadequate or unremarkable and trying to quote unquote, make a name for himself, which she's done already in the show a few times, but, but yeah, this, this is a theme. This is a theme for him. And, and I feel like Sean is a little more fine with being normal, I guess, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, average. So I think even in an episode at one point, he says something about like, well, he grew up really poor. So just being average is like, great. Um, (laughs) So, but yeah, so all of a sudden these, you know, huge jocks come, come up and they're just grabbing people in the hallway and lifting them up and they lift up Corey and they're like, yep, perfect size. They need somebody for the, uh, lowest of the low weight class <laughs> um I believe they call it confetti weight um mm-hmm. they do and, yeah and uh, uh for the wrestling team and so now all of a sudden Corey's a jock and he has a letterman's jacket and a uniform and oh look at that uh, a girl comes with the jacket a, a blonde a blonde girl comes yeah. with the jacket. Here's your jacket. Here's some candy. And he's like, candy. And she's like, I'm candy. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, sweet. And it's like, oh, badum tish, badum tish, yep. badum tish. Yep. Three yep. in a row. Yep. So, so yeah. So then, you know, the episode goes on and he's like, this is the perfect situation. I get to be a jock. I get to hang out with the jocks. So they think I'm cool. Girls think I'm cool, but I don't have to fight anybody because I'm the only one in my weight class. Mm -hmm. Well, so then what happens is that our good friends, Frankie and Joey, the, uh, the lackeys to, to sort of the school's, uh, I guess, bully, decide that they also need to make a name for themselves outside of their their association. So in a previous episode, their their sort of um, head head of their little group, Harley, uh, has been sent to reform school, mm-hmm. and they go without anybody to help. And all of a sudden there's a new kid in school, Griff Hawkins, who is smooth talking, just kind of doesn't give a crap about, about high school or their rules. And they, they latch on to him and played by the great Adam Scott, who will later go on to be in Parks and Rec and mm-hmm. other such shows. And yeah, he's a, he's a favorite of mine. So but anyway, so Joey joins the wrestling team and oh, look at that. He's in the same weight class as Corey. So he's in the confetti weight. Yeah. So, yeah. So now he has to fight. And for a little bit, Corey's a little bit scared about that, especially because Frankie trains him, trains Joey and Frankie is a big guy. But as, as Sean tells him, Frankie trains him by like trying to move the immovable object and mm-hmm. he, he's able to, to move Frankie. And Sean says to Corey, my advice, move. <laughs> so when Joy comes running at him to push him over, Corey moves and pins him down real easily. Mm-hmm. Um, Which let, let me say as a former collegiate wrestler myself, I was like, my, my dude. <laughs> That like that pin was so fucking just lackadaisical. Like, 
Joey could have easily gotten his fucking shoulder off the canvas, but or off the mat. But like, anyway, yeah. go ahead. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> um, I, I know, but like, I was just like, as somebody yeah. who would yeah. put that eye to it, I was just like, come on. Yeah. Anyway, go yeah. on. So yeah, and then Joey's upset at being beat, um, and so he, you know challenges Corey to a real match and and I love that scene where they're trying to decide where I guess like I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself because Corey's kind of like no I beat you fair and square like whatever bye um mm. and Joey keeps keeps popping out literally at him <laughs> calling him yellow calling yeah. him um like he shows up in the lunch line he's like shows, weak like, yeah collect collect calls him yeah that's <laughs> my favorite the phone he goes i'll accept him. i'm like don't you know how much money that costs Corey? what are you doing well it's a pay phone too so it's like how how does he pay for that like yeah it doesn't no, make no, sense, no. but he even shows up in the he shows up in his, i thought that the funny bit was like he shows up in the locker and he's like yellow and then Corey just shuts it and turns around to the garbage can and he just fucking teleports <laughs> 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 Oh boy. Yeah. Realism isn't necessarily uh, always present in Boy Meets World. <laughs> so yeah. So finally, Corey agrees to the match just to get Joey off his back. And I love that scene where they're trying to figure out where to, where to fight because Joey's like midnight abandoned warehouse by the docks. <laughs> He's like, and Corey's PM, like Feeney's backyard. Yeah. But yeah. 5 p.m. Feeney's backyard. 8 p.m. Abandoned, you know, something else or whatever. And he's like, dinner time, my house. <laughs> and Joy's like, is it abandoned? <laughs> but Griff is like, let's do it on neutral territory. Let's do it in the high school gymnasium. Because obviously. And and Corey's like, well, I don't have the keys to the school. And Griff says, well, neither does janitor bud showing the keys so that's the kind of guy griff is so yeah so they end up in this fight in the gymnasium and Corey's gonna call it off but when he walks out into the gym like there are balloons there are people sitting in the stands there's a whole ring set up the laziest wrestling ring setup i think i've ever seen in my entire <laughs> life in the best possible way well, they put more effort into the rest of it. So there's like popcorn being sold and Griff has set this whole thing up. And this is one of my favorite scenes because it is just so ridiculous. Griff comes out and, and says, or no, I think a voice, like a voice out of nowhere just comes and is like Robert Goulet, which if you don't know who Robert Goulet is, it, he's a... <sighs> He was a singer, mm-hmm. um, which I believe he's Canadian. Is he not? I don't know. I actually don't know. We're going we're gonna to find out today. Yeah, let's find out. Uh, but so he comes nope, out in he's American. Like a tux, black shirt. He's a French Canadian ancestry, but he's, ah. but he was, he's, he was born in America. He was born in Lawrence, Massachusetts. So yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. So. So he comes out to sing the national anthem um, and then introduce the VIPs for this match. And the VIPs happen to be the actress Yasmin Bleeth from um, 
Baywatch. Baywatch, which I would like to point out, she was 27 when this episode aired. So it's very, very, very strange to me that she's kissing a high school boy. But yeah, yeah. Um, Cause yeah, she comes out and she goes up to Griff and she's like, why am I doing this? And he kisses her and she's like, oh, that's why. Yeah, it's, it's creepy. But I also like to think that Griff is probably in his fifth year as a junior or something <laughs> like <laughs> not because he's dumb he's clearly very smart he just does not care mm-hmm. um and i think you could you could say well why doesn't he just drop out and i think like because he can probably get into a lot of shenanigans in some, high school some van wilder before van wilder shit like um so so it's like why graduate because this is the good life um sort of sort of a thing so yeah if we we set aside the fact that he's if he's if he's a typical high schooler then yes that's creepy and underage and all of that but um you know I like to think that he's like 20 years old and still in high school (laughs) um so yeah so she comes out and sits down and you know Eric shows up Corey's brother Eric shows up and he's like oh you're fighting in this I bought this ticket off of a guy in the parking lot which I was like why are you in the school parking lot at 8 right. p.m. or whatever but he's like I bought a ticket off of somebody who said hey come see a kid get pounded and it literally says that like on the ticket and he's like I mm-hmm. paid 50 bucks so I could sit next to yes me please <laughs> <laughs> dead and then uh frankie frankie's father shows up the other vip at this match who is a uh, vader uh who is a real wrestler correct yes he is yeah so that is his sh- real wrestling name yes so he shows up a few times in this show as frankie frankie stacchino's father which um, uh fun fact they they change his name between appearances mm-hmm. so the very first time that he shows up they call him leslie yes. well feeney calls him leslie yes. but then later they call him francis correct senior um, yes well maybe his middle name is leslie we could go mm. with that well, maybe continuity is not great in this show <laughs> but yeah so they they start this fight and Corey is able to take down Joey fairly well, but then Joey taps out and and Frankie steps in and then Eric is like, dude, get out of the ring. You can't fight Frankie. But Corey's like, okay, well, if I'm out, then you're in. Mm -hmm. And then eventually Vader comes in and, um, you know, lifts Eric off the ground um, and Corey comes running in and just, runs just right basically into just like splat. runs right into vader's groin and falls to the ground <laughs> yeah pretty much and so he's in pain writhing on the floor and then feeney and mr turner show up and yeah feeney gets all up in vader's face like you know put the kid down and vader's like no i'm not afraid of you or whatever and you know feeney's like you were scarier when you had acne <laughs> I love and then yeah gets all up in his face and calls him Leslie and Vader puts puts Eric down and is like okay you win this time <laughs> but next time and there will be a next time 
And Phoebe's just like, yeah, okay, whatever. And I love it because Turner's just standing in the background the whole time with his mouth agape. Like, what is happening here? <laughs> oh, man. So so that's that's where that sort of ends. And then, you know, the next day in school or whatever, Corey has to give his his jacket and his uniform and his candy back. Um, Mm -hmm. And he's like, where are you going? And she's like, oh, I go with the jacket. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just classy lady. So, so yeah. And then Topanga comes up. Oh, I should have say earlier at one point in the episode, Topanga comes up to Corey to, to try to get his answers to these yearbook questions and his answers are like greatest accomplishment joining the wrestling team quote or whatever <laughs> and then she His goes fondest memory was meeting candy <laughs> oh yeah yeah meeting candy <laughs> and she's kind of like oh god she's kind of disgusted by it but can't stop looking at him and she goes up to Sean and asks like Sean she's going to ask him questions but instead of asking him questions about himself she's like you know where, what do you think Corey will be doing in five years or something he's like don't you mean me and she's like yeah totally and that's, he's that's like, what I said and he's like you like him and she's like no I don't like whatever so yeah so then at the end of the episode she goes up to Corey and is like you know I, I have to turn these in tomorrow mm-hmm. so unless you want to keep your quote as rar <laughs> you know, do you have another quote? And he asks her what she put and she put this little cheesy little poem in essentially, um, mm-hmm. you are you and I am I. And if in the end we end up together, it's beautiful. It's a abridged version. And he says, put the same for me. And, you know, you can, you can practically hear all of America going, oh, as the, as the screen freezes on them, smiling at each other Mm -hmm. um, and going to the credits. So, and then there's a, there's a last credit scene where Griff and Frankie and Joey and Corey are all in detention and Feeney's giving them a lecture and saying, you're going to be in detention every day for the next four years. Mm -hmm. Um, and then he leaves. I love it in I love it in movies and TV when somebody's in detention and the teacher just fucking leaves. Like what? Like what do you like? There's an episode of Boy Meets World later where that happens too, and they discover that they're locked in, and it's like that's not okay. Like that, yeah. Anyway, but yeah. So so Corey's like, you can't leave me here I'm not one of these guys they're gonna like beat me up or something and Feeney's like basically I don't care and like leaves <laughs> and then Griff is like hey you've never done detention with us just calm down and you know all of a sudden the voice comes over <laughs> the voice ladies and gentlemen Robert Goulet yeah and he's back and he's just <laughs> singing for them <laughs> Oh man, what a crazy it's a good episode! Show. Yeah, it is, but it's a good episode. Yeah, um, first so, yeah. time for me that that you really kind of see any sort of like beyond like childlike affection between Corey and Topanga. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really, 
loved some of like the little bits that we didn't talk about, like Eric getting choked out. Oh yeah. Corey. <laughs> he comes down the stairs. I actually liked that they did like for the most part, they didn't do just like a, a dumb thing with like Corey joining the wrestling team and then just being like bad at it. Like it was clear, like he was taught something, you know, mm-hmm. and like was able to like apply that to, to beating Joey. Like despite me complaining about the way the cover was like, he managed to take Joey down and like pin him relatively easily, which shows that like he was doing practice with the wrestling team and just assumed mm-hmm. that he would never actually have to like fight someone. Right. And then of course the fight, broke down immediately because Corey was actually winning and then he's like ta- like then all of a sudden Frankie tags in and then mm-hmm. Vader tags in and and Eric gets involved somehow it just got weird uh, yeah. but my favorite bit they kept talking about which like I was like I can relate to this so much Corey was him just like why am I always wrong about everything <laughs> <laughs> yep yep because he'd be like oh I'm I'm never gonna fight anyone and, and uh-huh. immediately just immediate like, turn Corey, around you have a <laughs> Corey is about to like walk out into the gym and be and call off the fight and he's like why what does it matter it's just Griffin the guys and he walks out with the whole school and he's like I am wrong about everything and yeah mm-hmm. at one point when Mr. Turner and Mr. Feeney show up at the end of the match Mr. Turner goes over to Corey and he's like I thought you said you'd never have to fight and Corey's like you have to know by now I'm wrong about absolutely everything, everything. <laughs> Ah, perfect. So funny. So, so funny. But yeah, good, good, uh, good episode. Again, the only thing that like creeped me out was fucking at the time, 27 year old Yasmin bleed kissing a yeah. high schooler. But you know, right. that th- because it's a lady, no one blasts an eye. Uh, Yikes. Well, let's see. How old was Adam Scott at the time? That is a good question. Yeah, he does not look like, like, I did not recognize him. That yeah. is to be sure. Yeah. He was 21, 22 when this aired, 22. So from that sense, it's okay. But yeah, he's supposed to be playing a high schooler. So yeah. It's, yeah. It's a, it's yeah. That's crazy. the thing. The, the fact but, that he's supposed to be playing a high schooler is what's yeah. weird about it. But like. Yep. Um, okay. Now that I, now that I see it. Okay. Now I see a still of him and I'm like, oh, yep. I, I can see it in his face now. Mm-hmm. Got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was in a couple, only like a couple of episodes of Boy Meets World as Griff and then kind of disappeared for a long time and would just pop up here and there in little bit parts. And then um, I I can't believe sudden, he's 49. He looks so young. I know, me. right? No, he's kind of got to say that 49 um, is like old, but like I, when I right. when I think of Adam Scott, I think of somebody around my age. I didn't think he was, you know, mm-hmm. that old, but that's neither here nor there but yeah Yeah. like i said i enjoyed it i don't really have too much else to say about it It is i was not even aware of griff honestly until this Mm -hmm. episode i was like who the fuck is this and i did a little research Mm -hmm. and i was like oh okay so this was like harley was away for a bit Mm -hmm. so yeah we're gonna have someone else lead yeah i almost picked the episode before this because the episode before this is when griff shows up okay and frankie and joey are like kind of lost and then sort of attach themselves to Griff and Griff is like, no, I work alone. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they're like, okay, but we can beat people up for you basically. <laughs> Which I would doubt Joey at this point, he loses to Matthews twice. Right? So like, Well, Frankie beats people up. Let's be real. Yeah. Um, so like Griff gets into some, you know, some problem and can't talk his way out of it. And so Frankie, you know, mm-hmm. 
hit somebody or something. And he's like, oh, you guys may be useful after all. Yes, I almost picked that episode, but I didn't like, I don't like that episode as much. And I thought that Mm -hmm. this episode really shows you what Griff is all about and capable of with the, (laughs) with the match and the VIP guests and all of that. So yeah. And I thought, you know, it's, it's wrestling, which, you know, we know you like, so I definitely wanted to pick an episode with Vader in it because I like that. I'm, I think I'll pick another one down the road. Uh, I, I have a specific one in mind, but yeah. And I just, it also just kind of continues the, the Corey and Topanga story a little, just a little bit earlier in the season. I, there's an episode where, cause you know, up to this point, Topanga has just been a classmate and then there's an episode where he asks her out on a date because Sean is starting to date and then he doesn't you know feel okay with that he's not ready for that and then you kind of see them getting closer and closer in this season the last episode that we we covered was them making a video about love and sex and so all of that kind of thing go back and listen to that episode if you haven't but yeah then there's another episode a few after that, that they're all invited to like the whole class or whatever, I don't know, is invited to a party at some girl's house where they're playing seven minutes in heaven and he gets shut in a closet with Topanga and is too nervous to do anything, which is totally fine. Cause Mm -hmm. a totally fine. And B like, they're supposed to be in like seventh grade or something like, damn, that feels young for that. Anyway. Um, (laughs) Except I remember being at a seventh grade party playing spin the bottle. So I guess, I guess, I don't know. And being like Corey, just completely terrified of that experience. So yeah. So then when they open the door and you can tell that like nothing has happened, everybody's making fun of him for not making a move and whatever. And so he ends up asking Topanga out on a date and they go to like a coffee shop mm-hmm. and, and kiss for real. Um, so not their first kiss because that's happened against the lockers and the year before, but, but probably I would say their first real kiss in terms of like wanting to, because they felt so inclined. So, so this is just, yeah, Corey dates a couple other people during this season, including Harley Kiner's sister, (laughs) which that's a problem and uh, he asks a girl named Wendy out to go to a party because everybody's being it's a couple's party which again in seventh grade really so he just asks like the next girl that walks by basically <laughs> and she becomes like obsessive pretty much mm-hmm. um one at one point he and Sean show up at Corey's house and Wendy's there like cooking with his mother and like yeah anyway talking about their future children and shit like so your role girl so eventually he breaks up with her so like you see him like dating other people and whatever but always kind of he and Topanga kind of come back like at different points so so that's that's what this episode is is a little bit is just that sort of touch point between them signaling you know more things to come so yeah so that's kind of why I picked the episode like I said not a ton to talk about there really is barely any B story um other than Topanga I guess um 
so it's just a very simple episode that's just kind of fun um but but yeah I'm trying to think if there's anything else to mention about it yeah I know I I think that's about all I have on that anything else you want to say no, uh, like I said, th- this is one of the episodes that I I don't think I ever got to see. If I did, I saw the ending bit with Vader, like, mm-hmm. and it wasn't like I sought it out because you know when this show was on, you couldn't just be like, I'm gonna go find that episode specifically. Like, right? <laughs> you, had to, you were at the mercy of whoever decided to play it in syndication at the time. Yeah. So, yeah. But it it's kind of cool. It was kind of cool to get to watch it again, and I appreciate you bringing it. It's fun to talk about. Cool. Yeah. So yeah, that's what we have on that. Yeah, I didn't make up a theme song for it, but it's Millie. What the fuck is this? Woo! That's right. I swerved you. I was gonna say where you can find us, but instead I bring up this thing. So this is part of the episode where I find something wild and crazy kids on the internet, and I show it to Amelia with uh, uh, not a lot of context. This one has this one has sound. So enjoy. Okay. <laughs> of emotions for me watching Amelia watch that. <laughs> My face. <laughs> we might have to keep the the uh, the visual for the face there. Oh my god, so great. Okay, so this is a TikTok video and it says, POV, you're scrolling through Facebook and everyone from high school announces their pregnancy part five. And it's this woman and and man who are in front of a green screen, which they haven't used for anything, Mm -hmm. which is my favorite. And just go through these like multiple pregnancy announcements and, and how cringy they are. Oh my God. It just... Yeah, and she uses this very, like, deadpan, like, horrible acting voice coming this November and goes with a really long name. <laughs> There's one where she's, like, coming, but, like, something about, yeah, O.J. Simpson Ford Bronco Jr. <laughs> coming, coming this 1992. <laughs> one kid that was like what was it like Ebenezer Scrooge stop Asian hate (laughs) (laughs) oh my god so yeah so like I was dying from the names because they were hilarious but then there'd be like yeah something about like she got down on the ground and was like I'm a turkey and he goes thumbs up behind her and he's like and I'm the stuffing or something and it's just like it's just so I've bad. seen I've legit seen shirts like that on Facebook oh, when people no, do that like, shit and I'm like okay great you just walked into your like your Thanksgiving 
with your family and just be like, hey, my my husband nutted in me. Just wanted you to know. <laughs> like, right? like that's basically what they said. And that's basically what some pregnancy announcements are like. So it's not even really that far off. Um, the fucking Bush did 9-11-877 cash now. It's my <laughs> yes so you have to watch it it's so funny um but also so real and uh just horrifying that it's as real as it is yeah oh god oh god eight seven seven i love that the guy breaks on that one too (laughs) yeah he breaks a couple of times he keeps it pretty together for the Harry Potter one. Like he just has mm-hmm. like this fucking just like blank kind of. Like a he does that thing where smile. he's he's yeah. smiling, but he also looks like he's frowning at the same time. Yeah, yeah. It's like his mouth is smiling, but his eyes are dead. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh man, this cracked me up. Please, please, uh, please, please no. <laughs> Please know, I, I love all my friends, but if you're wearing a shirt or you send me a, a pregnancy announcement that basically alludes to the fact that you got, you were either the one doing the nutting or got nutted in, I'm, I'm going, this, I'm going, to, I'm going, I'm just going to be sad. I'm just going to be sad. Like, I'm happy that you're parent, you're becoming parents, but like, we know Whoa. how pregnancies work like at right. this point we like, don't need either, to be told or reminded or i don't yeah. need you to be like hey my husband is a football player and i was the goalpost, and he kicked the football right between coming this december <laughs> like don't make some don't don't make Whoa. don't don't make up what will what would allude to i'm having trouble with words today we did the show earlier today too, and I was stumbling. I was like, "Fuck!" Uh, but don't what make it makes it a, 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 like a cheeky allusion to the fact that like your husband just like entered you, or you allowed oh. your husband, or you got artificial insemination because that's a thing too, and that's totally fine and it's valid. But like, just be like, "Hey, we're having a baby uh, yep. here. Welcome, welcome our player three, like, or welcome yeah. the 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 next part of our baseball team or some shit please yeah. don't yeah don't yeah. don't give oh. me visuals of being like oh. you two smiling and you've just squirted in each other that's oh. <laughs> well on that note i'm gonna go yep. die now all uh, um. right you can find amelia at shake meets world if she decides to keep her account after this episode <laughs> <laughs> And I'm at A Black Sparrow uh, on most places, sharecrobinson.com. Uh, also check out Faye Wild and Out. We are doing our Faye Wild Fables, which is uh, six consecutive one shots. We're building up the world for campaign two, which will launch sometime in June. But I- until we get there, we're doing a one shot a week. And we're basically, so feel free to join in because you're going to learn a lot about the characters that will eventually populate this world. And that's at twitch.tv slash Out, or if you search search Out on YouTube, you should also find it. Awesome. That's great. Yeah. And if you want to tell us, you know, your thoughts about the episode, please don't tell us at all about uh, your pregnancies. Um, Just kidding. (laughs) Um, You can do that at A-S-W-A-Y-D-P-O-D on Twitter and Instagram. And you can add an at gmail.com to send us an email. So yeah, I think that's about all we have for you this week. So with that, I've been Amelia. 
I've been sick. And sometimes you're a downtrodden every man from Staten Island working a clerical job and you're like constantly sick. And then finally you're told that you have something called brain cloud and you're told that you only have like five or six months left to live. And so then you're like, okay, well, I'm just going to tell off my boss and I'm going to quit my job. And then I'm going to take my coworker out on a date. And then she uh, can't deal with it after I tell her that I'm going to be dying soon. And so you find like this, this wealthy person who's like, Hey, I need this like specific like element that's on this one Island that is made up. And this is a movie in the nineties. So of course it's a very insensitive name, so I'm not going to say it. And then you're like, okay, cool. What's the catch? And the and the guy is like, okay, well, I'll let you like do whatever you want, and I'll pay for whatever you want as long as you get this stuff for me. And, and what you need to do is that this is this tribe people they require a human sacrifice. So if you just jump in the volcano, then it'll be great. And he's like, well, I'm going to die anyway, so sure, I'll do this. And then you go and you're like trying to live your life there, but you're kind of downtrodden until you meet this like lady who's a captain. And then all of a sudden you get into a typhoon and she gets knocked unconscious, and you're like, oh fuck, I gotta save her. And then you go ahead and save she doesn't wake up and then you go delirious from thirst while you're making sure that she has all the fresh water and then the, the you end up like getting to the destination anyway because you drift to the island where you're supposed to be going and then like you hang out with this lady some more and then she's like i love you and you're like yeah but the timing stinks because i'm gonna die and stuff and so he's like all right i'm gonna go to this volcano now because i did the thing i was supposed to do and then she's like wait marry me and then you're like okay i guess i will and so she's like, wait, I can't separate. And he's like, all right, well, I'm going to jump into this volcano. And she's like, I'm going with. And then you, they both jump and then the volcano erupts and it blows them out into the ocean. And then they land near the steamer trunks that he used to fashion up to a raft. I'm switching tenses and, and shit, but it doesn't matter anymore. And then he's like, listen, I have this thing called brain cloud and it's fatal. And she's like, hey. I know the name of that doctor that told you about that. That guy's a fucking quack. And he's, and then she's like, okay, so you're not going to die. And he's like, cool. We can live happily ever after. Bye.